0: Welcome back. We are on in the crates episode five. I think it is. I think we're on episode five. If you notice, bit of a locale change. We're on the the con culture podcast, uh, place where we record con culture podcast. Yeah, we're at the place where we could record con culture podcast. Mm. Forgot how to spoke because uh, oh. we had. This week we had time to read the comics on Tuesday, we just didn't have the amount of time to get. What do you mean you can't hear me? Is
1: the audio still going?
0: The audio's still going great. I can't hear you. I can hear me. The recording's getting me.
1: I can't hear anything. I can't
0: hear my snare. Did you disconnect yourself? Oh, so you're jacked up. You're probably not plugged in right. No, it's plugged in. Yeah. Maybe it's the headphone. Oh, it could be the headphones going out. All right. But yeah, we had a chance to read comics.
1: Just went out again. Move that thing again? The splitter? Is it in the splitter? There it is
0: okay it wasn't plugged in all the way in the splitter there you go there you go that was my fault <laughs> anyways anyways we got to read the comics on Tuesday just getting around to uh, reviewing them now due to schedule uh, but we had a badass your fault Barb point that out Barb's fault <laughs> Barb's not with us right now but she was busy. Yeah. It was a busy week for Barb so we couldn't really do it in she had a hot
1: date that's really why. <laughs> A <laughs> very hot date. Should a very hot date.
0: But we are going to review the comics from this week that you can get from Dragon's Lair that we were fortunate enough to read before they came out, and we're going to start with Superman issue number eleven. I think it was. I think it was eleven. Yeah, I'm trying to look at the cover right now. It's Superman Death to the House, to the House of Hell. Yeah. So in this issue, we're in space. We're in space, and Superman and his son. Uh, John are in space going to find his dad in distress. That's right. Superman's pops alive. He's in distress. Bunch of fucking armies are fighting him. And Superman walks into a shit show. Uh, just spaceships, super villains, Zod and um, fuck. I forgot the villain's name. Cal Gore.
1: Cal I think it was something that. like that. Oh, damn.
0: Forgot the other. He's the main uh, antagonist to this. Him and Zod teamed up to get out of the Phantom, Phantom Zone, Zone yeah. and he wants to kill Superman's dad. Like, well, he wants to Jerell. destroy
1: the House of L.
0: The entire house. Yeah, he wants to yeah. kill Superman. He wants to kill John. He wants to kill Jarrell. Jarrell. Everybody's Kara, going die. Everybody in the House uh, of L is going. Dead. Superdog. And he's claiming responsibility for killing Krypton too. He's like, I'm the reason why Krypton. That's d- true. He did. Is no longer around. He did. So, it's a pretty beefy villain. He's a super powerful villain. But it's funny because even though all these armies are attacking, like, soon as Superman shows up... So, I think we should
1: take a step back, actually, and kind of just set the
0: set tone the for the
1: comic. Yeah. So, in the beginning, you see just a bunch of different um, spaceships attacking Jarrell and his spaceship because they're after him because of the escape of Zod and, and the other people from the Phantom Zone so they want to get to him so that way they can go ahead and well actually did it specify why they were going after him no, or they blame him for the destruction some
0: were hired yeah. to like kill
1: yeah um, so then that's when Superman and his son are kind of just, uh, just flying by hear the noise they end up sh- appearing and seeing that it's his father's ship from there, it's kind of when he's like, Whoa, what's going on? They go into super speed, which I think was freaking awesome, oh, yeah. uh, the way it's kind of drawn. Mm-hmm. So Kaleo goes to talk to Juro, and he's like, Yo, what the fuck's going on, bro? Like, They're why are these a people full attacking conversation you? In super speed. Yeah, while well, everything else is slowed down. And it takes uh, John a second to be like, oh, you guys are in super speed. Let me catch up to you guys, (laughs) which I thought was pretty, pretty funny to see that, you know, he still hasn't grown to know his powers. Um, And that's pretty much the gist of what happened. And it kind of leads into what you were saying that Superman is like, all right, well, fuck it. It's my dad. I'm going to help him. And he just starts destroying all the other ships after
0: destroying all the ships, like give pause. Oh, that's true. They stop. They completely true. cease fire just because Superman showed up to the fight. Yeah, and all these cool. people know Superman. Like, Superman is known throughout the universe. So, they're like, we don't want any smoke with Superman. We got to call our superiors to make sure we can even fight this motherfucker. For real. And sure enough, it, it only cease fire for about a minute or so. Yeah. And then they start attacking him again. So, Superman then, yes, yeah, starts destroying the shit out of everybody. And Zod takes advantage of this while Superman's fighting and then the main fucking man we're gonna have to figure out his name (laughs) fucking I'm gonna have to google it um let me google real quick death to the house of L villain why did it put dot com it's so weird not Zarel, not Doomsday hmm Where the fuck is this guy? Well, anyway, while my brother Googles his fucking name, because I'm going to continue going, he's attacking Superman because he's there to kill Jarrell and the entire House of L. Superman's like, all right, this guy's the biggest threat in the fucking space. I'm going to fuck him up. So he goes, he starts fighting with him. Zod takes advantage of this and snatches up John, Superman's son so he takes advantage of Superman being busy fighting this foe, he snatches his son and Superman is in a legit panic Like he understands the stakes but now he just got his son back he is just starting to spend time with his son and he's in danger he's put him in danger so he feels responsible for going out and fighting Without planning out or thinking of the consequences, he just went out and fucking superman it. Now his son's in danger, and he's got to figure out what to do to save his son, his dad. The entire House of L is in danger now. We'll leave it at that, because the rest is spoilers. But it looks like another member of the House of L shows up in the next issue, as you can see on the cover of Superman 12. But we'll have to wait for next month for that one. But all in all, it was a badass fucking comic and um, great villain. And it looks like it's a serious fight. Like Superman's having to exert some real fucking effort. And it's not just one villain. It's Zod, who's already superpowered as it is, and another villain trying to destroy the House of L. So they're going after it. Looks like in the next issue, we're going to get to see the House of L united. Which is, it leads into the House of L United series. So Superman 12 on, we're going to see the House of L United and see where that goes. Um, next issue that we're going to talk about. Did you find his fucking name? Nope. Damn, bro. I gave Can't you find one job.
1: Yeah, you know, shit happens, bro. Uh, that's why they need to go to Dragon Slayer and pick up the comic yeah, themselves. To to that way they can find out who the villain ah, is. I'll Google it while you're telling And he's then they control me. us later and be like, "You guys are stupid because you guys didn't remember <laughs> the villain name." And be like, "Hey, bro, we read a lot of comics that day. So it all kind of blends together." Comics. But anyways,
0: <clears throat> moving on to the Batman issue the that we Batman had. One. Home invasion. Yes, Batman this week. Fuck, Bane has done a number on this guy. Dude, Bane has like, fucked him up. I did not respect Bane much as a villain. Like, I knew he was badass. I knew he was intelligent. But this new series is chilling. You're just as lost as Bruce is.
1: Well, I think Nolan's film and Hardy's portrayal didn't help the character. Uh, kind of made him a little bitched in what he actually is. Agreed. Um, but in this one, it was very interesting because you, you, you see Bruce kind of Fight with what's reality and what's what's fiction in his mind because he's so broken by Bane uh, mentally that it takes essentially the whole Bat family to come together to try and help Rogal
0: Tsar. That's his name. Rogal
1: Rogal
0: Yeah, Rogal and General Zod. Going Carry back on. to the
1: Superman. But anyways, talking about the Batman one. Uh, so it takes the whole Bat family because uh, Robin, which I believe was Tim Drake in this one, this one realizes Batman's not himself. So that he calls upon all the other Bat family members to come in to try and kind of speak to Bruce yep. and let him know like, hey, it's okay. We can deal with this.
0: Well, first they assemble and Bruce is like, look, this is what's going down. Oh, everyone in Arkham's escape. Everyone in Arkham's escape. We got to go stop them. Uh, They fooled the police. They fooled these people. But I figured it out. I, the greatest detective, have figured it out. (laughs) Like, we have to go stop them. So the Bat fam does. They assemble. They listen to fucking Batman. When Batman says jump, you fucking jump. And you show up. So they show up. And there's no fucking, like, there's no threat. Nobody's there. Then it cuts back. And they're trying to convince Batman now that nobody escaped. And he beat the shit out of Bane. Like he put—he's comatose now. Yeah. So Bane essentially is in a coma, and they're trying to explain that to Batman, and he's having trouble wrapping his head around it, and it's leading to issues. with With the entire Bat fam, really. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I'm messing with my mic settings. Trying to fix my fucking mic. But carry on. What are your thoughts?
1: I thought it was a very good issue. I mean, you don't really see Batman very vulnerable. Besides the Joker, who can get in his head and manipulate him, or the
0: Riddler. The Riddler's, uh, another, Riddler's
1: one. another one. Yeah, uh, you don't. But it, it's very rare that a villain can get inside a Batman's head and and make him question what's reality and what's fiction to the point where he, he doesn't know. Like he's just completely lost. Very true. Uh, I think because Batman's always one of those characters that he's always in control. Even if it appears that he's out of control,
0: he's got it under control. He's got a time. plan.
1: That's yeah. the whole point of the world's greatest detective. But to see him this vulnerable, to where he literally assaults one of the Bat family. Yeah, uh, oh. which I thought was
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah, somebody like that. not happy anyways. with uh, Superman. Fuck Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman is not happy with people telling him he's wrong. Like, yeah, he has a real hard time accepting this. Yeah and he knows it's a ploy like he's certain of it but the yeah. batfam tries to talk him off the ledge yeah. and it doesn't go well he's not good with anger so
1: i do like the cliffhanger that um bane is inside wayne manor towards mm-hmm. the end of the comic and you'll see who and why uh who is helping him? Who's helping him, and why he's there?
0: And yeah.
1: uh, once you pick up the comic and read it, it's it's actually a very good read. Just because, like, again, you don't really see Batman very vulnerable to nope. the point where he's like lost out of his mind.
0: And this one seems like he's lost out of his mind. Yeah, you got like three storylines totally you have to follow. Totally over the edge on this one. It's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's but crazy. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Definitely pick it up. But that's it for our DC reads this week that we did. Yeah, and um. The next one we're going into was... It was all or War of the Realms from here on out, oh, by the yeah. way. We fucking... We'll end with the official one, but Spider-Man, War of the Realms. It's Spider-Man and the League of Realms. Which
1: probably is the best thing going besides Doomsday Clock, I think. The War yeah, of the Realms the War storyline of the Realms is art.
0: ridiculous. Doomsday Clock is so fucking good, but the next issue isn't due till the end of May, and then we had to wait till fucking August for the one after that. Well, they're
1: very good at building that suspense and oh, leaving so you hanging because they know you're going to wonder. I think wonder the about last it.
0: one's in December, yeah, if I'm not mistaken. So I'm like, fucking shit, guys. They'll make you wait for it. But War of the Realms has a plethora of content. Oh, God, yes. It's pretty good. Malakith has really caused up an issue. Yes. It's a six issue arc, but there's plenty of spinoffs. Where you see your favorite heroes and how they handle Lots this giant crossover. This is what Marvel's known for those giant yeah. crossover events uh, that have a lot of tie in. Spider Man, League of the Realms. Thor assigns Spider Man to lead these warriors from, from and Yeah, from the different from realms. From the Nine Realms. From the Nine Realms, yeah.
1: Uh, because he wants somebody who's from Midgard leading. The battle on Midgard. I think which he I tells Spider
0: Man you're the most Midgardian Midgardian. Yeah. Yeah. And he's <laughs> like, uh, thanks. Thanks. I think. He's all, no, I mean it as the highest, highest compliment. compliment. So, yeah, Spider Man's so put in charge of these super powered, super strong warrior elves, trolls, giants, um, giants dwarves. Uh, so you get this league of heroes and Spider-Man wants to infiltrate the city that's run by angels because the angels have teamed up with the dark elves. Mm-hmm. So the angels have overrun this city and Spider-Man just wants to get in cloaked with magic and get innocent people out of harm's way. That's his goal. Of course, the warriors with him want to go in and slaughter the angels <laughs> and fucking do damage. Yeah. Well, they're going in cloaked in magic. It looks like it's working. The angels are hip to it. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, we, we detected angel magic or elf magic and we can see them. And the the head angel's like, all right, well, don't let them know that we can see them. Then we'll strike once we have them surrounded, once they're in the city too deep. That's exactly what happens. Spider-Man and his crew gets ambushed. You get to see an awesome fight sequence with some super powered mythical beings. And you get to see how Spider-Man would handle it. He tries to de-escalate it first. Nobody listens. They're like, if you don't want to fight, get out of here, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. That puts Innocence in danger. So, of course, Spider-Man rushes into the apartment building, saves the family, gets him out. They tell him where the head angel's at. Mm-hmm. And he goes from there to try to de-escalate the situation mm-hmm. rather than start an all-out war in this city. So... I think it was pretty cool that Spider-Man was trying to be nonviolent the entire time and diplomatic. Mm-hmm. So he goes into the church face-to-face with the head angel. Of course, she's going to try to kill Spider-Man, and then you get how it unfolds she, from there. She, by the way. It was a she. Yes. She <laughs> tries to kill Spider-Man.
1: What I liked about this one is it's very true to Spider-Man's character. Yes. He doesn't want innocent people to get in the way he just wants to be the friendly neighborhood spider-man
0: and you can see it in the fight too because yeah. he's not killing anybody yeah
1: no uh they ask what do your webs do like they're not killing anybody and he's <laughs> yeah. like i don't kill people which i thought was great cause yeah that's what spider-man is for He's, exactly. he's iconic and superman in that way where or batman where they don't kill um I love that Dale's true to the character. He tries to use his moral compass to talk to the angels to try and de escalate the situation. Yeah. Uh, which leads to the final final confrontation between yes. the, the.
0: Which we're not going to spoil. You're going to have to watch it.
1: You're going to have, have to, to read it.
0: it. Read it. Or you could watch comics. You like. could. You could, actually. Oh, yeah. They have an app for that. Yeah, they do got an app for that. <clears throat> but go to Dragon's Lair and get your comics. Yeah, uh, why wait? Great just, issue. Just get it. Great issue. But no, yeah, I think it was a great Spider-Man story mm-hmm. and uh, a good ending, a good ending. And like you said, you get Spider-Man, even out of his element, stays true to who mm-hmm. he is and you see that Thor made the right call. So I'll
1: say, like, if you're a fan of Secret Wars and mm-hmm. how Spider-Man was taken from his neighborhood and yeah. thrown into this massive universal uh, battle and uh, Very the fact that the he can thing. stay... True to his, his character, you'll love this uh, spinoff here mm-hmm. because it's it's exactly like that in the sense that he's dealing with stuff way above his pay grade, and he knows it, Yeah, but he doesn't lose sight of what's important.
0: Exactly. So Spider-Man and League of Realms, go get that issue. Next up is Giant-Man. Yeah. So, Giant Man is a War of the Realms tie-in also, yeah. where Freya enlists the help of Ant-Man, Goliath, Atlas, and Giant Man, mm-hmm. and they go infiltrate the uh, Frost Giants. The Frost Giants have taken well, over.
1: First, I think you need to set that one up, too, though. Which one? So, like, Freya comes to Scott Lang yeah, and basically mm-hmm. tells him, like, hey... You want to see your daughter again? Well,
0: uh, Lofi, uh, not Lofi, uh, um, yeah, Lofi. No, 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 it's, yeah, the, it was it's the, the leader of the dark elves.
1: No, Malachi didn't kill Loki. Malachi, so
0: when they killed no. Loki, Lofi, that's why you sure? No, it was Malachi. Malachi, the leader of the dark elves, killed Loki, and that's why she wants revenge.
1: No, remember, because she's mad at the frost giants, so Lofi, Lofi devours yes. Loki. So she wants payback. She doesn't yeah. want that to, to go unpunished. So she right. essentially comes to Scott Lang my and be like, hey, I know this isn't your normal thing, but if you want to see your daughter, if you will go and kill Luffy, I will reunite you with your daughter.
0: Yep. I will make it Which happen. Which
1: she has the power to do because she's an Asgardian god, essentially. Yep. Um, so Scott Lang's like, that's not really my thing. You can yeah. see he struggles with it, but he's like, what I like is, is if you're a parent,
0: you, there's you, nothing you, you really
1: do. really uh, what's the word i'm thinking relate of? to the relate story. to it because he's like it's not really my thing i don't want to do it but i'll do anything for my kid mm-hmm. so then that's when she tells him hey if you go down this route yeah. you'll meet up with others and then just carry out your your assignment i'm giving you
0: exactly and, and, and that's, that's when he, he runs into goliath yeah. atlas and giant man
1: which i thought was pretty funny because they all kind of brag about how they're big all they 65
0: get. feet they yeah, all blow up to 65 hilarious. feet and then goliath does his and it's like 25 feet 25 feet he's like i think i'm good and they're like nah, nah, man. nah you can't be a baby frost giant you yeah. have to be full size <laughs> that's
1: hilarious it was
0: funny as fuck it was um, hilarious
1: but it was a great read because uh as you continue to the story they all kind of talk to each other um and then they kind of go on the journey they come across some frost giants which uh they have to essentially kinda either slip past or or fight. Uh, yeah. I'll let you kinda read that and see what happens there.
0: Exactly. Um, you 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 can experience the interaction between the frost giants and these heroes. It's it's pretty cool. It's pretty funny, you get some humor yeah. in there. Um good chemistry between these characters, these giants Definitely. if you will. Definitely. Now, Strike Force, War of the Realms. Which
1: one, is this the one with Captain Marvel?
0: That's the one with the War Avengers.
1: Yes. Captain one Marvel, one of my
0: Black realms. Widow, Deadpool are all in a group and Wrecking Shot. Venom, it's, I think, was in that one. Venom was also Venom was in, in this in that group. One. Venom was also in like this group.
1: 90s Venom. Like yes. The good Venom.
0: Yes. The good Eddie symbiote, Brock Venom, yeah. Yeah, a good symbiote Eddie Brock Venom that Tim Hardy who's shit. wrecking shop. Yeah. So, but anyways. We start off this story and... Hold on, I'm trying to remember the storyline for this one. <laughs> Fuck, it's been two days. I know that Deadpool has great interactions in this one. I know we reviewed a Deadpool one last week and we yeah. didn't like. This one, however, has a serious tone to it which makes it Awesome. Cause you get the seriousness of a Captain Marvel who's trying to carry out her mission. That's it. They're running support. Yes. All around the planet. They're running support to fight these micro battles and Deadpool's like, What good is this doing if we're not winning the war? We're just like fighting and she's all well. Sometimes war isn't about winning. So it's not up to you to win. It's about losing as slowly as possible. To buy time for the big people yeah, to win so the war. Yeah, so in
1: this one, uh, the way it starts is, is Captain Marvel's in charge by Captain America to yeah. lead the ground forces. She's in charge of protecting everyone on Earth. Um, she she and Deadpool and them go into London yes. to test to see how strong the Dark Elves are, how many there are, so that way they can clear a path, essentially, for mm-hmm. the Avengers or yeah. the next assault to come. Um. But what ends up happening is they realize that the Dark Elves are way more than they can handle. Yeah. Um, and that's when it kind of goes into that interaction of what you are talking about, Deadpool and, and Captain Marvel. Because essentially what she does is she calls in a favor from, from uh, Captain, Captain Britain. Captain Britain. <laughs> um, so he essentially creates a portal, gets them out of there. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Deadpool goes into like, hey, what are we doing? Why are we leaving the fight? Yeah. And she's explaining to them, you know. It's not about the battle. or Sometimes it's strategically planning ahead, seeing what, what we would need, how we can clear a path, how we can get the war won, and yeah. then Deadpool's like, no, we need to get out there because it's, it's Deadpool. All he wants to do is kind of kill people.
0: <laughs> yeah, so he's like, we can kill the hell out of... And she's smart. She knows it's all about losing slowly, buying time for Thor, Captain America, Iron Man, the other Avengers to cut off the head of the snake. Yeah. So, yeah, they, it's it's an awesome comic. You get to see Venom go full Venom on some Frost Giants. Yes. So
1: that's kind say, of what um, this is:
0: is just them protecting the people of Earth.
1: Yeah, uh, essentially. Towards the end, Venom gets captured, and you have to really read and see what happens with Malachi with that. Yeah. Because it's very Malachi. interesting to me. Because yeah. I never thought of that possibility. Yeah. Because you think Venom's already a villain. Yep. You know, he's already his own crazy entity. So to see what Malachi does with that symbiote.
0: Malekith, yeah. Oh,
1: Malekith, sorry. Um, does with the symbiote is really interesting. It really, crazy really excites fuck. me to see what the next issue brings.
0: And that, the reason I say to read this one before the War of the Realms official. Because it ties yep. right into it. So we're moving on to the War of the Realms number four. This is where we bring all the stories back into the main storyline. So you have your Spider Man, you have your Strike Force, your Captain America, your Captain America. So they've rescued Thor because Thor was in a really bad spot. They've rescued Thor, so the Avengers have Thor, but he's not in fighting shape. Like, he's not fit to fight. So you have Captain America, Iron Man, um, Odin. Fucking Odin is back, fresh. Ready for a fight. I would fight. say
1: fresh. Still a little battle yeah, he's, beaten. Still, he's
0: not from the Odin sleep, but he's still ready to fight. And um, Iron Man's working on a secret armor. They're trying to strategize and figure out how to best strike Malekith. And when Odin shows up, he's like, where's Freya? Punisher comes through the portal. The black uh, rainbow bridge. Yeah, the, the black rainbow bridge. The he comes Bifrost. through the black Bifrost and tells Odin, Well, she protected our passage through the Black Bifrost. And he automatically completion. He's like, you left her there? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You left her there. He didn't cuss, but he was pissed. He's like, you left her there? What's wrong with you? And the Punisher was like, it's her call. It's her decision. I'm not really anyone to tell Freya what to do. So Odin kind of is really upset, but also understands how stubborn Freya can be. (laughs) It's his wife, after all. And nobody's gonna make Freya do nothing. Freya, what doesn't want to do? Yeah. But Odin's not about to leave her out there to face Malekith and the rest of the Dark Elves on her own, essentially. Yeah. Now, mind you, she was left alone, and she's wrecking shots. She's
1: killing easily a Every thousand single elves dark elf by comes herself. at her,
0: and she's in a horde of dark elves and just killing them all.
1: Yeah, it
0: was crazy. Yeah, it was so badass. Yeah. The but
1: artwork was really good on that
0: one. Odin knows that she can only hold up for so, so long. long like, the assault's going to come for her. Then we get a cut to Malekith, where he has Venom. Yes. And the, this is where you get the payoff from the tie-in. He's kidnapped Venom, and he's telling him like, "Oh, what's the leader of the symbiote? Fuck, I can't remember his name. Riot? No, 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 the leader. It's... No? I think it's No.
1: Of the symbiotes.
0: Yeah. He's Lord of the Symbiote Planet. Uh, god damn it.
1: <laughs> that's why we got to do it on the day of. <laughs> yeah,
0: on the day of, we can look up the names. I'm um, Googling it really quick. Yeah, No is a symbiote uh, god. Bro. So, No is the symbiote god. He said he would be ashamed of what you become, mm-hmm. like you were made to be more powerful and better than what you are, not just this human's weapon. Yeah. You were made to be a supreme killing being and don't want to spoil what he's planning there, yeah. but they cut back to Odin. He's ready to go save Freya. Like, that's his priority number one. The Avengers are trying to figure out how best to attack Malekith and stop him. And Odin goes in, and they know they have to destroy the Black Bifrost. That'll buy them time, because if Malekith can't get his forces to and from really fast...
1: If you can cut off the the infantry... Yeah, you cut off
0: the reinforcements to Earth, then it's just just the ones left on on Earth. Earth. Yeah.
1: Which the Avengers can win easily. Yes.
0: So... to do that, Freya has to destroy the black bifrost, but yep. she can't do it. She's too busy killing every dark yep. elf because they're surrounding her. Odin shows up yeah, in the fun. dopest fucking armor. So it was a, a Tony Stark's armor. It was a
1: Tony Stark design, yes, but made by the dwarves yes. from uh Lair.
0: Yes. So you have Dwelvin armor. armor engineered by tony, tony stark. stark
1: holy shit that thing look crazy. oh my god Dude, odin comes sick. in like a
0: golden god of fucking destruction just and starts blasting laying people. waste to everything and of course upset with freya you get yeah, to see a cool moment between him and freya she there's a line where she's like you fool you wait until we're about to die to finally do this and he's like what are you talking about you finally turn me on <laughs> that was a really cool marriage nod because um, well, I mean awesome. you think about it
1: they've been married for
0: like thousands centuries and thousands, thousands, and thousands of, of, years. of years yeah
1: so I mean we'll that's fucking hilarious down. yeah but anyways get, yeah it was really it was, cool
0: it though. was a cool joke you get to see how close they are how in love they are and yeah. th- Odin's ready to die yeah, dude. Straight up, they're like the black. We need to destroy the black Bifrost if this is our end, it, we will end together, mm-hmm. and it'll be a great ending, and we will preserve life. So, they do they destroy the black Bifrost, and then the comic teases what comes next. You'll have to read War of the Realms because a certain
1: it. somebody mm-hmm. comes back. Yeah, this issue because they finally rescued him. So I don't yeah. know if you've been keeping up with our podcast. We've mentioned this character, a very powerful character. He's in a
0: bad spot, but,
1: but yeah, he's, he's ready he's to fight. Now. back, Especially after seeing what Odin and uh Freya did, he knows he's gotta he's gotta come through It's
0: his turn now. Yeah,
1: like legit hard. Oh
0: so so good. I can't
1: wait for him in the next two issues because you know though. he's gonna be the oh, one. Yeah. So anyways Here's the dark elves,
0: he has to. So War of the Realms All these comics were fucking amazing. Be sure to go out and get every one of these issues of Dragon's Lair. Take a look at them. Scoop them up fast. Uh, But that's pretty much it for In the Crates this episode this week. We should be back to Dragon's Lair next week. Thank you so much for watching, guys. You got anything you want to say before we go? It's all your fault, Barb. (laughs) It's all your fault, Barb. (laughs) Peace out, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for thanking. We out this motherfucker.